Hi, I'm the Herbs and Spices Kid. Take it down a notch, Han. If you leave Star Fox there, he's going to eat that millennial goose. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bees, hey, bees, hey, bees. Yo, baby, boop, bitches, I got it. <laughs> and welcome back to Expounded Universe. John, how you doing? Ooh, baby, I'm so good. Is there anything you'd like to apologize to the listeners for? Or I'd like to apologize to the listeners. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to LMFAO yeah. for party rocking. Oh, yeah. You can't party rock without their express written consent. <laughs> yeah. it's You need the express written consent of LMFAO and the NFL in order to party rock. <laughs> I only have the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the wrap-up episode for the courtship of Princess Leia. Oh, boy. That courtship of Princess Leia. That, uh... That book took a took a hard turn somewhere along the line. Well, it did the same thing a lot of these books seem to have been doing to us, which is be boring and wrong for about three quarters of the book and then have a Star Wars story at the end. Yeah, it just, I can't tell if the writers for this had a really cool story, but the uh like the powers that be were like hey man you've got to have this be about the main characters also we need to establish this and this and this mm-hmm. and they're like fine i guess i'll put all of that in my dumb bullshit story was the powers that be like powers booth yes the powers booth that be <laughs> was the and he was the one who had to give them the news about how they had to write the book yes listen you the important thing is you have to write this Star Wars story the way Lucas wants it, or else I'll be visiting. Yeah. And not just you, I'll be visiting your kids. That's true. Even when he's dead. Then you'll get the Phantom Powers booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want that shit. That's... Ah, <laughs> uh, you get it? Ah, uh, the Phantom Powers booth? I do, uh, but Jesus. I mean, it's a reference to the Phantom Toll booth. And Powers booth at the same yeah. time. Phantom Tollbooth being not a very well-remembered thing. Oh, sure. Everyone uh, remembers most, the yeah. Phantom Tollbooth. I never read it, but everyone remembers it. I have a copy right behind you there. Would you like to read it? It's no, actually... I'd like to burn it. I'd burn it to the ground. Oh, Fuck you. No. I mean, the, the cartoon is actually also spectacular. You know what also is spectacular? What's also spectacular? These titties. <laughs> Once again, folks, we've started our new career as shock jock radio hosts. <laughs> and what that means is that every episode generally unchanged from the way that we had been for the previous five years, but you should know that there is a topless woman in here yeah there's just some titties out here yeah now she's just standing there she will not contribute to the show we're not going to put a mic near uh that's just not part of the deal but just so you know there's titties in the room yeah mm-hmm. titties in the room is our new podcast oh, coming to you really good name for a podcast at the ten dollar level titties in the room is coming to you can we and, do that uh, one like super over edited like radio lab or something oh yeah this well, is we're... dr jack skellington professor of titties and he's like he's like hello <laughs> Oh, I was figuring what we would do is we'd go to one of the local strip clubs and do a podcast live from there. Oh, I like that too. Titties in the room, the live podcast <laughs> from can't. your local strip club. You can't hear shit. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. You get that thing that's that's uh the problem with actual strip clubs, which is that all the best songs you've ever thought of for stripping are not what they use. No, no, they just use some generic, cheap to buy hip hop song. Hey, I mean, I've gotten a lap dance to Metallica before, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> Wait, you've given a lap dance to oh, Metallica I've before? A lap dance from Metallica before? From Metallica? Which member? Of, was all of them? All of them. <laughs> they it, lined up. Was it pre the death of their bassist? <laughs> was he no, just, it was post. Oh, but he was also there. He was also there. <laughs> just brought the jokes. zombie lap dance. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, no, I, 
I, I've not gotten one to Metallica or to anything. I've actually never had a lap dance. Oh, well, you're missing out. I, I'm sure I am. I'm not a huge fan of strip clubs. Oh, you could have a lady grind up on you. Eh, I don't. I, I had some bad experiences early on with strip clubs that have kept me out of them for most of my life. Mostly, and here's my actual bad experience. This is a sad story. Being sober. Yeah, that's the sad experience being yeah. there. Although, honestly, the last time that I was at one and I was completely sober, I was just making friends with the people that work there. Yeah, that, that's pretty you much. Know, I was, it was a bachelor party, so mm-hmm. there's like 20 drunk guys and me hanging out. And I'm like, hi, I'm the one not drunk guy who's not an asshole. And she was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had that exact same experience where I was at a table with like 13 dudes and one of them did the bottle service thing. Oh. Where we spent like $800 on a bottle of vodka that came with a random assortment of, be- of fluids to, to mix it with. Uh, and then, you know, apparently it also comes with two table strippers. Like just, just two girls are also at the table. Two women are here, and oh man, it was rough. It was not a good time. It was for me. I felt very much like I was just watching the machine of extraction. Yeah, you just see every little moment of like how money is taken out of pockets. It's great. I love it. Not my scene. I just never really, never really got into it. Oh, well, there you go. That's That's fine. fine. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, sorry about that. I don't know why you're digressing into strip clubs so hard. John, if you had to pick a song to be a good strip club (laughs) song. John, if you had to pick a strip club to go to, to now record Titties in the Room. Yeah, if we had had to go make Titties in the Room, what strip club should we go to? I mean, it's obviously Cheetahs. Just because it's the easiest one to get to from here? Like there's a nearby Cheetahs? There is a nearby Cheetahs, and all the rest of them are like... I don't know. They seem... Well, the other one, the other nearest one is one of those full nude, no drink. Because, I don't know, if everyone listening to this, maybe not from California, we have our own special strip club rules. You can either have topless and yes drinks, or uh, full nude and no drinks. Yeah, I feel like that happened in a bunch of places. Like, that happened in Florida, and the cheetahs that was near where I was got grandfathered in because they were like oh they had grandfather's dancing <laughs> yeah they had a grandfather's <laughs> night and that's where all grandfather's only could we'll, dance we'll lose all our tips if we can't show the packages come on <laughs> i need them drunk and ready for the whip <laughs> so so the, the cheetahs is the, yeah, the other nearby place is one it's called like a pure or something and it is one of those full nude no drink clubs it's, yeah and that's garbage those places are depressing yeah so you just don't. Yeah, you're right. Don't. The cheetahs is probably the right choice. Yeah, just for do lo- that. for local. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So there you go. That'll be titties in the room. And John, what song would you most like to get a lap dance to? What's, what's your What's your lap dance song of choice? Or would you like to perform a lap dance to? Oh, either. Yeah, you get both. I'll Ooh. give you both. Ooh, I can do both. Yeah, give me okay. give me one of each. All right. Well, obviously, I mean, the one that you want to receive a lap dance to is Genuine's Pony. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Obviously. Mm-hmm. Now. The one that I want to give a lap dance to mm-hmm. is the Aquabat Super Rad. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that song, and it's a nice, you're in, you're out, it's two minutes. Are you rubbing up on somebody? You just skank it at him real hard. <laughs> just skank at him real hard. <laughs> Kick him in the junk. <laughs> I mean, those are both great answers, so I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, just like sit in their lap and start skanking while you're in the lap, and then if they try to touch you, you just slap them. No touching. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, my answer is going to be the same for both of them. It'll be Fiona Bo- Fiona Apple's Shadow Boxer because I want to see if I can get anybody crying during this whole thing, and not because of like the usual reasons a, la- a stripper might be crying, but <laughs> yeah, just no. because the song is so sad. I'm going to do uh, John Mayer's Comfortable is what I want to <laughs> lap dance to. <laughs> We're going to do Brick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 6 a.m. 
day after Christmas. God, how how good would sad strip night be? <laughs> it's all the saddest songs. Just the saddest fucking songs. Everyone there is like, oh, I don't want to lap dance. <laughs> Welcome to sad strip night. You must be at least this much Leonard Cohen to enter. <laughs> oh my god oh dude i don't know how we got there but i'm glad we did (laughs) yeah you're just sitting there getting us like lap dance and it's just all around me are familiar faces oh oh, he's so he's so disconnected from the world (laughs) (laughs) oh i don't want to be here for morrissey night it's the slow version of hallelujah God damn, I want this so bad. You know what's way better than Star Wars is this shit that we are talking about right now. <laughs> I mean, now. we do eventually have to talk about the courtship of Princess Leia, but I'm just treating this episode as an afterthought because let's face it, we didn't get a whole lot of questions. No, nobody really sent us a lot of questions, I but that's know. fine. Maybe the format's off. Maybe people have already asked us all the Star Wars questions that they wanted to know. I mean, we have been doing this for quite a while now. That, that was like episode 58 or something. I don't know, man. We've, we've managed to keep this going. We've only had like four books. I know, it's only been four books and we're about ready to start a fifth, and you know what, John, we're about ready to announce a fifth. We are, we're about ready, Yeah, but I mean, not ready. We're going to save it for the end of the episode. So yeah, you got to yeah. listen to the end. Skip. We're going to do it somewhere around 45 minutes in. Yeah, and, so you can uh, try to skip ahead to the end. But, but if you, you s- might miss it. Yeah, you might miss it. If you get to the very end, it's nothing but Blue Apron commercials, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sandwiched in between a Blue Apron commercial and one for, like, Nutribox, you'll get our announcement. <laughs> what's, what's your wisdom for me, Grandpa Stray? I remember when this was all me on these ads. <laughs> so somewhere in this episode, we're going to suddenly drop the announcement of what's coming up. Yeah, but it's going to be sudden. Yeah, it'll be and unexpected. <laughs> unexpected, even to me, because John's probably going to ruin it. I'm just going to be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's this thing. So uh, yeah, the uh, the courtship of Princess Leia. Uh, it was definitely about three quarters of a book worth of boring, go nowhere, really unpleasant nonsense. And then a, well, a fun Star Wars story at the end there. It's so weird to me that the first third of this book, maybe even the first half, is basically just, let me give you, in text, prime examples why Han and Leia should not be together. I mean, even discounting the whole hape and mind control gun, mm-hmm. they just have an awful shitty relationship i mean the hape and mind control gun is nothing more than a tool in this like if, if han had had not had access to his date rape blaster then he would have just used some other tool it, oh i'm sure it would have yeah. just been like oh i drugged her yeah i just gave her some random drug this is just a gun drug yeah so it, yeah the, overall it's just a toxic horrible relationship oh yeah the two of them are just so willing to be emotionally manipulative as well as being like passive aggressive and actually aggressive i mean okay so here's a fun thing about this in the actual star wars universe now because of the the sequel movies we've seen that they did not in fact stay together indeed they stayed together long enough to have a kid and then it was splitsville and they had nothing to do with each other as uh our friend claire who has been on might be not this one but our shows several times sure 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 uh has said a lot ben solo is said a lot is definitely the product of the han and leia relationship from this book it's true like that's the kind of kid that that relationship gives you yeah he kind of internalized their horrible lifestyle he's basically the dermot of star wars he's just awful yeah and it's 
it is definitely something where you're like, oh, I get it now. You came from a household where they would not stop fighting, and then they'd be like, you need to go to your room, we're about to have makeup sex. <laughs> like, that's the kind of relationship they had. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in at least in, in that universe, they wisely split up so they could have a little bit of happiness every once in a while. But in this, in the book universe, they forced them together because it's the one thing that Lucas would allow. Oh, yeah. Like the one bit of continuity progressing forward. Luke's never allowed to have a permanent girlfriend. Not a permanent I think he one. eventually gets married very, very late in the New Jedi Order. He marries uh, Mara Jade and actually maybe even has a kid. I don't know. I, well, actually, we know I he mean, has a kid. I know he has a kid. Because we've talked about his distant ance- or, or uh, his uh, distant descendants bef- before on uh, in the bonus content. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I forget what his name was. It was something ridiculous, though. It was like, it was like Hard Rock Skywalker or something. <laughs> Because remember, Big he was Dick Evan Skywalker. <laughs> fuck smell Skywalker. Oh, fuck smell Skywalker. <laughs> that sounds like the sequel to Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. How much do I want that now? That's going to be the opening episode for Titties in the Room. Yeah, that's what's playing on the big screen in the background of Sad Night at the Strip Club. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, it just makes me think of that. Have you ever actually listened to the Bloodhound Gang album and not just the one song that everyone knows by the Bloodhound Gang? Yes. And it's got that lap dance is better when the stripper is crying song. Yes. I'm just mentioning it to mention it. I don't know why. Why would you do that? I don't know. Mostly because we have a friend named Russell. That's true. And I always think about him at that point. Name a Russell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay, so how you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> I don't know why. There's you a just, chance I ran you, out of steam. You, you digressed into nothing like <laughs> there was a through line happening and all of a sudden you're like hey if i can change the topic real quick i like plums we're done <laughs> and you're like uh okay good i'm glad that went nowhere thanks i'm sorry i just wanted to talk about the bloodhound gang and it was a terrible thing to talk about it, it really was I'm, i but you know it's just because I, we've been listening to music by bands that are kind of funny but not like professional comedian bands all day long <laughs> Kind of funny, but not professional comedian bands. Yeah, like uh, "Don't Stop or We'll Die" will die or LMFAO, where it's like, yeah, this is this is so- funny stuff, but it's not parodies exactly. Well, no, they're they're just bands that don't take themselves seriously. Yeah, and I feel like Bloodhound Gang was one of those back in the day, but their humor style was terrible. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it isn't. Most Bloodhound Gang songs can be summed up as like poop. Also, or- also a bucket full of semen. <laughs> <laughs> Also, there's a golf ball in there. That's weird. I know. It's a weird song. That that poop in a bucket full of semen by the by the Bloodhound Gang is... Uh, <laughs> Look it up, folks. Surprising it won so many Grammys. <laughs> so many awards. It was what led to that guy egotting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, once they made that Bloodhound Gang musical, <laughs> it was called The Great White Hype, yeah. and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just remember that movie. So anyway, uh, John, with the Star Wars thing, where are we going from here? Oh, I mean, I figured we would still can discuss the book like we normally do until you decided you were done with that. <laughs> I'm just going to keep trying these complete nowhere digressions. But speaking of which, John, how are you? What's, uh, what's up? I'm I'm doing okay. I got a little bit of a sweaty back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a l- it's a little hot in the room. It's not hot, but it is a little warm. Is a little warm in the room, and it's a moist day. And I am a big fat beard. And you are a moist dude. <laughs> That's not true. I really don't sweat very much. You sweat. 
That's true. I sweat like a goddamn pig. And I I've, do I've not leak. It, I've done you this, leak. I, remember? I've, I, and it's a thing where I've sweated like ridiculously even since I was a wee skinny rod of a child. Indeed. I just I just have always had big, powerful sweat glands that, that are enough that the sweat goes off and parabolas back onto me. Yeah. Like it comes out like it's being cannon fired. It looks like the like entrance to a fun water park. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just flop sweat. Flop sweat everywhere. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so John, how are you? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I gotta, I gotta take this podcast away from you. You're not, you haven't learned how to be responsible with it, and until you do, you can't have a podcast. You know what? Let's put a pin in that idea. I love it, but let me just get back to the question of John. How are you? <laughs> oh, Jesus! So, as I was saying mm-hmm. before, the dumbest digressions possible. <laughs> yeah, uh, you have that first third half, which is just awful and about the worst relationship ever mm-hmm. and then the second half they get into sort of an adventure yeah they're they're on dathomir they're running around they're learning about rancors uh chewbacca is quietly disappearing into the underbrush well i mean it's so weird to me because the luke is adventure is like oh this is a star wars like actual story that you could have just made this into the book mm-hmm and the fact that it's the courtship of Princess Leia, but Han and Leia's business is awful and then forgotten until the very end. I mean, let's not let it Luke and he sold her off the hook entirely. Theirs is basically the erotic boob ventures of a 19-year-old sex witch. <laughs> ah, ah! I mean, you're not entirely wrong. I mean, there's nothing completely wrong with that. It's fun erotica. I wouldn't I, If they had gone ahead and leaned into it and been like, yo, this Star Wars book is rated R for tits it's it's uh as you know tits is spelled- r for rotica <laughs> that would be great i'm darth rotica it's got like, darth, oh my god darth rotica darth rotica oh my god i was about ready to complain about the spelling but jesus christ you just discovered a great new character oh my god look if you're one of the i don't know thousands of burlesque shows out there that do star wars themed burlesque if you don't have darth rotica in your next show you fucked up yeah it's not too late get in there get someone in an emperor robe and then pasties underneath it and that's your darth rotica oh yeah <laughs> i mean obviously it's just going to be someone in black lingerie and a darth vader helmet yeah i guess that's pretty because fair. that's the cheapest easiest thing you can do yeah or maybe like uh, they could get the bane mask from uh dark knight returns or dark knight rises and just like <laughs> change the colors of it a little bit uh... then they could look like darth malgus from that one video game <laughs> See, now I'm just imagining them with the Bane voice, though, so it's <laughs> it's fucking everything up for me. It's like, when Gotham is ashes, then you have my permission to see titties. Take control of my titties, Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. The titties are in the room. <laughs> no one cared who I was until I put on the pasties. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> You yep. merely walked into the two-drink minimum. <laughs> I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see a free drink until I was already a man. Seriously? <laughs> uh. But anyway, John, how you doing? <laughs> this is the, the loosest, worst episode that's might be the best episode i'm not even sure like this is going to come out the other side and either the people listening to this are going to be like oh man that was great i pissed myself and then i pissed on someone else or they're going to come out and be like that was garbage why did you ever do this 
<laughs> well, you see, I made one mistake where I decided to bre- or uh, digress into nowhere <laughs> without a shoot. And then I was like, well, now I look foolish. I better lean into it and make people <laughs> think it, I did. <laughs> now it has to become a bit or yeah. else I'm just an idiot. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> That's like ninety percent of my jokes. Oh yeah, that's that's a a little performer's trick for all of you. If you ever do something and it makes you look like an idiot, just keep doing it until it becomes a bit, and be like, "Oh, I meant to do this." Lean in. Just you got to lean into the skid, or else you're gonna lose control. I'm pretty sure that's more basic and elemental than yes and. <laughs> uh. Never show defeat. <laughs> if you fucked up, no, you didn't. That was on purpose. Okay, well, let's see. Who were some of the breakout characters from this book? Do we like any of these new people? I mean, it it feels weird with Heath Solder that half the time he's like, oh, I'm actually like a good guy who wants to do what's best for my people, and mm-hmm. you know, I I want to do what's best for uh like everyone around me i'm a decent person and then the other half he's like a shitty fucking like seventh grader running around snapping people's bra straps yeah and calling people slime or whatever that conversation was oh yeah the fact that him and han get so into the time that they told or that he told zinge to kiss a wookie he's like oh i can't believe you told him to kiss a wookie did you call him on the phone Oh, God. It's Hi, is your refrigerator running? Uh, yes, it is. I'm Warlord Zinge. Kiss my Wookiee! Click. <laughs> Hi, is this Warlord Zinge? Uh, yes. Uh, is, is your refrigerator running? Yeah, no, no, it isn't. Lick my balls. Click. <laughs> the two of them are so childish through this. I, I assume because Darth Rodica was busy elsewhere, they weren't allowed to really lean into these two being adult men who don't like each other but both have senses of humor. Yeah, it's it's just bad. Like, yeah. all romance things in this were very bad. Yeah. But how would you feel about Tenennial Joe? Uh, I liked Tenennial Joe mm-hmm. as far as I could throw her. And that was pretty far. <laughs> yeah, no, she was a light and willowy thing with one cold and husky boob. <laughs> one cold, withered tit. <laughs> uh, and then we've got uh, Ogwin. Ogwin was great. Probably the standout new character. Yeah, she was pretty fantastic. I mean, my favorite bit character is obviously Gethzerion Palpatine's Jacksonville girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, in terms of characters that are add- add- being added to our dumb canon, yeah. she's definitely way up there. Gethzerion, the-, <laughs> the judge of a Connecticut-style fish contest. <laughs> uh, uh, but- I, love, I love the concept of Dathomir and the Night Witches as a thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Specifically because they didn't have access to uh, space travel. Yeah. Because being like, oh, what's this? It's a planet full of Force users. And I go, I hate that in most Star Wars stories because it's always like, what is this? Oh, here's a secret planet full of people who use the Force and they're all super badasses. I'm like, okay, but do they have any transportation off world? Because then immediately they just go do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or they've died out years ago. Like, for example, how the Old Republic has an entire species of people who are good at the Force, so good that they can use it to see, because the, they're all blind. The, what was that, the Miralukan? The Miralukans, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who have to wear the the, the headbands, because they're all blind, but they're all Jedi. Like, every, even the ones, if you like, I'm a Miralukan Well, they're soldier. all Force-sensitive. Yeah. At very bare minimum, they're Force-sensitive. They're all dead now, because that's just useless, or, or too much to have in the regular it's society. It's too much. It's, it's too much. It's too much. Too much for these these green force people. I feel like three or four of the races you could play as in that MMO were completely force sensitive. Like everyone, like the I think true uh, true Sith 
And I mean, may- truths that don't have to be force sensitive. And then I think maybe also Miri Allen's. Or maybe maybe I'm making someone up. Some guy named Miri Allen. I don't remember. Maybe you've uh, combined Miri Allen and Mira Lucan in your head into one thing. Well, Miri Allen's are the green ones, right? So, well, what's the Barry Allens? Okay, the Barry Allen is the Flash. I don't know if you... It, Hold on, def- wait a minute. Stop yeah. the presses Okay, let's, let's all stop the presses. Actually, it's very expensive to All right, turn the presses, the presses back on. <laughs> Hang on, it's super expensive to turn those off and on. Let's let's make sure before we turn them on or off that we that there's some relevant detail that you have for me here. All right, well, Barry Allen is the Flash. Stop the presses. <laughs> stop those presses. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> turn those presses back on, but now our headline is Barry Allen is the Flash. Okay, it's really important for me. Uh, John, I have a really serious question now that I've learned that Barry Allen is the Flash. So, you ready? I'm ready. How you doing? <laughs> Stop the presses. <laughs> John, how you doing? Our new headline is, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing, Central City? <laughs> huh? How you doing? I've been watching the fourth season of The Flash the past couple of weeks. Good. It is amusingly cheap. It's got uh, it's got the elongated man. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and also, The Thinker, who's... I'm, I'm not a huge fan of The Thinker. I, I gotta be. I, I know that they were like saying. Is he oh, the thinker? I thought the thinker was Marvel. No, he's the, he's the thinker. Or the no, Marvel is the mad thinker. Oh, yeah, and also arcade and and what have you. But no, he's he's just the thinker. This Clifford Devoe guy, and I hate him because he's just like every, that was my plan. Everything that happens was my plan. Oh yeah, well he leans into it. Yeah, he's, he's claiming <laughs> he knows he knows the rule. <laughs> yeah, you gotta lean into it. Whatever happens. In. I, honestly, it also kind of ruined the third season of Daredevil. I don't know if you've watched that for me yet. No, I have not. For me. Yeah, I, you, for might have watched you. It, you might have watched it for you. No. The only reason I would watch it is for you. Yeah. In the, the same way that the only reason I would ever watch Solo is for you, so you could stop spoiling things. <laughs> That's only. I feel like I could already stop spoiling things, because there's <laughs> nothing left. There's nothing left. You've described the whole movie to me at this point. <laughs> oh, Jar Jar's in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I've seen it all. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, how you doing? God damn it. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. There's a there's a large pit in my heart, and it hates you. Now, I, I do want to talk about my personal favorite car- addition to the canon, is, which is Tosh. Uh-huh. Tosh point is oh. fucking rad. Tosh point, to- oh Tosh point oh. Yeah, what's, what's that guy's actual name? Uh, Daniel Tosh? Peter Tosh, is that it? I think yeah. it's Daniel. Tosh Swellover? I think it's Toshasaurus. It's it's definitely Toshasaur, yeah. No, it's yeah, you're right. It's Tasha Dan- Yar. <laughs> Tasha Yar point oh. Tosh my salad. Didn't they already do a Tosh two point oh in the uh, in the next generation there was like a, a more like Romulan version of Yeah, there was or- a Romulan clone or whatever. Yeah, I don't I didn't watch enough TNG to really I'm really much way more of a DS nine guy. I do like I mean, I'm gonna have to stop you and toot my own dumb horn. Oh please, please do. But I think Tosh really needs to become a new Ligma. Because Tosh My Salad is... Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's... That's great. It's pretty, I mean, my salad feels kind of not not as dirty to say as my balls, I guess. But I I, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so how you hey, doing? Hey, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> John, I'm glad you asked. I've been waiting all night for someone to ask me how I'm doing. All I ever wanted was for someone to ask me... How I am doing. A-okay, buddy. Good, thanks. Thumbs up, soldier. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> no, I love Tosh. Tosh the Rancor was a great character because it was like, oh, this Rancor is like intelligent and uh, loyal and devoted to family and so on. That was cool. Well, yeah, we got Rancors that are so big in this. Mm-hmm, they're way too big, like 90 feet tall. They are, I mean, to the point where they tower over ATSTs. 
They do. They smack them around like little like uh, like they're playing croquet or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of ridiculous, and I'm not sure if I love it or not. <laughs> I know what I love, which is the idea of a Star Wars game that is Rancor's playing croquet. Well, you know what I love mm-hmm. is Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, Folks. Are, you, are you like us where you have trouble making dinner for yourself at home? Have you like, ever put pasta into some me undies? <laughs> Just boiled that for about a half hour. And then added glasses from uh, glasses. Warby Parker. Warby Parker. Thank there you. There you I, go. I, I know all of my ads. I don't know how you know them. What are you listening to that does these? Yeah, fuck you, buddy. Where, where is this coming I from? I know everything. What did you start listening to? Are you listening to like comedy bang bang? What is this? Oh, you know uh, what I do listen to that's great mm. and I love mm-hmm. is audible.com's fine selection of audiobooks. <laughs> Folks, use the discount code. items in my mailbox every month <laughs> through Loot Crate. <laughs> use the discount code. Fuck ads. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I do listen to Dynamic Banter, which is great. I've never even heard of that. That sounds neat, like like a neat name, though. Oh, it's great. I love them. There, okay. there's some good boys. There's some good fellow boys. There are, there are boys. a couple of good boys. Are they way way bigger than us? Uh, I mean, I would assume so. They're on Headgum. Oh, Headgum is pretty big. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I listen to We Hate Movies on HeadGum, yeah. but I kind of hate listening to We Hate Movies, so. Yeah, that's why we're starting our new podcast, We Hate We Hate Movies. <laughs> we Hate We Hate Movies, but I love I Love Films. <laughs> that's our new podcast. We'll be recording that while we're at the strip club. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, Titties at the Club is a making of featurette about We Hate We Hate Movies, but I Love I Love Films. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be on the DVD. We've gone. The special edition. Real deep, my friend. That's because there's not much to talk about with Courtship of Princess Leia. Oh, Warlord Zinge looks like a fat baby with a, with an evil mustache. Oh, an boy. evil mustache. It, straight up, you see a real dude in the world with that kind of like blimp captain mustache. If I like, see a dude walking around that looks like Warlord Zinge, I assume he's looking to foreclose on someone's family farm. Exactly. You wonder where his pickle halba helmet is. It's like, oh man, this guy, the Kaiser is missing his funny spiked helmet. Oh, the Kaiser. Oh, someone ought to put Aww. him on a roll. Oh. Ah. Vaudeville. Jeff. Yes, sir. How you doing? <laughs> I get better and better every time any one of us asks oh, any other one of us that God question, John. Damn it. <laughs> Do we even have questions? Yeah, we have four questions. You four of them? them. Count them? Four and of them. That's counting questions that I pulled out of afterthought questions that had to do with Star Wars. Oh, sweet. Would you like Good. to hear some questions? Would I would like- love to hear you- some questions. We can go to those now. That's fine with me. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to go to the questions, mm-hmm. and I want you to ask them, and I want us to answer them. Together as a team? No. Individually. <laughs> two individual people answering questions. Okay, sure. Here we I go. I don't want the two of us to talk at the same time and both answer. <laughs> Can we try that? We could. <laughs> we have to give the exact, as, as close as possible to the exact same answer while looking each other in the eye. Oh, yeah. That's the game. That's the game. That's yeah. the mind. Well, actually, what's that other game? The one where you each say a word and then you have to uh, look at each other and then you have to say another word and, and it's until you, you have to keep doing that until you say the same word. You ever tried that game? I feel like that game is easily solved by one person just basically saying the same shit over and over Oh, you're again. not allowed to. You have to say a different word every time. You can't ever repeat? Yeah, no repeating allowed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you, you basically the idea isn't that anyone gets to a target word, but rather that you bring each other around to one word that you both are willing to say at the same time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they played it on Comedy Bang Bang a lot, like way back in the day, back when they still played games on that. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was one of my favorites that they did, because it seems like it's actually a lot of fun to try to pull off. Oh, great. But anyhow, questions, John. Questions that need answering. <laughs> questions about Spider-Man. Questions about Spider-Man. Someone ought to put him on a roll. First question comes to us from NGDBSS, who says, on a recent Expanded Expounded Universe episode... You reminded me that Alec Guinness had a stick up his butt about the whole Star Wars franchise and how it didn't fit his highbrow standards. Uh, despite the fact that he ended up uh, starring in several Ealing Studios comedies with a bunch of low humor, uh, most especially Kind Hearts and Coronets. In the last black comedy, Mr. Guinness wasn't the protagonist, but instead nine different snobby nobles in line for a dukedom who mostly get killed by a disowned distant relative. Uh, so to host him, hoist him on his own petard, how would you two remake Kind Hearts and Coronets within the context of Star Wars? Have you ever seen Kind Hearts and Coronets? No. Okay, uh, basically, it's what he describes. There's, there's a, The movie's from the 70s, so it's got your standard charmingly deep-voiced main character who barely matters. The only thing who really matters is Alec Guinness as nine snobby jerks. Okay. Uh, who are all kind of needling each other and fighting and plotting assassinations and stuff over a, a local dukedom. Okay, well, that obviously just becomes Alec Guinness's nine different uh, people trying to get a moffdom. <laughs> all of them are Force Ghosts of Obi-Wan. <laughs> different Force Ghosts of Obi-Wan at different points in time in his life. Yeah, one of them is Alec Guinness. One of them is, is uh, what's-his-face who played him in the other movie. Ewan McGregor, thank you. Thank you for your You're help. You're welcome. For looking me in the eye and helping me get to that point. Yeah. Uh, whoever played him in the Clone Wars cartoon, and also he's there as that. Yeah. And uh, any other time he has shown up, like one of them is just like his his shape in the Star Wars serial. There you go. Yeah. There's an action figure one. <laughs> yeah, we just have those. Yeah. I, I I would prefer to do this with Ewok chiefs. It's kind hearts in nine different... Alec lo- Guinness is nine different Ewoks? No, he's not in it at all. It's just nine low grays. <laughs> the Ewok chief and and he's different types of Ewoks and the, he has to he all of them have to figure out a way to get a free ride on Noah's spaceship. Free ride. Yeah, they do. They, they all want Noah to play Freebird, which Take he's it easy. He is, it's not no, Freebird. It's free ride. You it's fr- piece of shit. <laughs> it's slow ride. You piece of shit. It's free ride. The combination of slow ride and Freebird. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think you might be thinking about the the song Slowbird. I think I might be thinking. <laughs> Jeff, how are you? <laughs> I'm peaked, <laughs> and I'm a little peaked. Ah, oh, I'm peaky. I'm peaky blinders. <laughs> what was that show about horses? What is what is this show show about horses? And they keep looking around the blinders. I can't, huh? I, I think it was about like like British gangs. Is that right? Some, I don't remember. Some kind of some kind of Irishman. Some kind of some kind of Irishman is that 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 sounds right to me. Maybe they were like penny whistle players or yes, penny whistle players, leprechauns, whatever other. And Ir- now the penny whistle players. <laughs> Someone ought to put that Kaiser on a roll. Hey, I feel like we'd be pretty good at playing that game. That, I that, feel like that it. game we talked about earlier. Oh yeah, but also we just had an uncomfortable silence. So if I may, John, how you doing? <laughs> Hold on, same word, same time. You want to try that? Three, two, one. Titties. How? Okay. All right. <laughs> so we have titties and how at the moment. Three, two, one. Boobs. Oh, in two. <laughs> in two. We're there, baby. Eat We're it, in Scott sync. Ackerman. <laughs> Eat me. <laughs> Bring it, the Choctaw. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's how we do that. Next question. Uh, sure. 
All right. Also, the reason Alec Guinness was all upset is because it's all anyone knew him for. Yeah, it's all he was famous for for the rest of his life. He'll he, come up and be like, ooh, Obi-Wan. He's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I have had the most distinguished career as a thespian. Fuck you, you asshole. Yeah, but did you have it in England? <laughs> Maybe. Well, no one gives a shit outside of England, yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah, well, also, everyone in Eng- England comes up and like, Oi, mate, it's Obi-Wan. <laughs> Give us a smile, <laughs> eh? Uh, rub me hat for good luck before I go on me chimney sweeps there, Obi. Use the force, I will. Swear on me, Mum. Eh? Huh? <laughs> oh, okay, the next question comes Fucking to us from... British people. <laughs> Just giving the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you. Being mean to the British. Yeah. And then that chimney sweep was like, Oi, where's me mom? And then a dog comes out and bites his dick. And then after his dick's been bit, they have a thoughtful talk about donkeys. <laughs> There's our bits, folks. There they are. Hot dog question. Uh, next question comes to us from Our Vengeful Lobster, who says, John, how you doing? <laughs> God damn it. I can't believe you got me on that. <laughs> John was trying to look at his notes or something. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Our vengeful lobster who asks if Disney or Lucasfilm decide to do a sequel to From a Certain Point of View. And you're familiar with that, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, folks, if you aren't, it's uh, a, a recent book that's basically a whole bunch of stuff from the first Star Wars movie, just from Star Wars New Hope, uh, told from the point of view of minor characters in the background of it. It's even got some bits by the McElroys in it. Yeah. And a Macklemore bit as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got um, some bits from the McElroys. Nothing about the movie. They just put some McElroy bits in there. <laughs> it's just them begging to be in Troll 2. <laughs> I'm sorry. We want to be in Troll 2. They want to be in Trolls 2. Yeah. The which, lesser film. I don't know why they're they're not shooting for the gold. But once again, just as a reminder to everybody, put Jeff and John in Trolls in Troll 2. Troll 2. Troll 2. That's all we want. We want to be in Troll 2. Yeah. Put System Mastery in Troll 2. Let's make this very clear. Hashtag it, tweet it, make everyone in the world know about it. Put it on your Instagram feeds, System Mastery and Troll 2. Thank you. Put it on your Instagram feeds. Yeah, next to a picture of a random gym-looking hot lady in, in sweatpants. Hell yeah. I, I, that's, that's what I assume is on Instagram. Oh, all Instagram is is pictures of cats and dogs and fat butts. It's fat butts, pictures of cats and dogs, and celebrities' food. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Have you ever seen that? I know this is a complete digression, but have you ever seen the tweet where Ice-T is like a Denny's? No, but hey, have you ever had someone ask you, hey, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's amazing how little that happens to me, and it makes me so happy that you asked. (laughs) Oh, I didn't. I just wanted to know if anyone had asked you. Now I'm sad again. But no, there was this great tweet line where where Ice-T was tweeting out like, oh yeah, bitches, I'm at Denny's. This is fucking great. And his basic tweet was, oh shit, I I can buy things off the senior menu. What a discount. And the response to him was some guy going like, T, you're a millionaire. What the fuck you doing at Denny's? <laughs> and his, his response was, oh, shit. Do they have some kind of millionaire eggs I've never heard of? This shit's good. <laughs> uh, you know what I like? Hmm? I like that we've done a long digression in the middle of a question. Not even finished asking the question yet. <laughs> you're right, John. I'm sorry. But but you know what? Before, before I get back to Don't the question. Don't <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. Uh, from a certain point of view, based on Empire Strikes Back instead of New Hope, uh, and they asked you guys to contribute, what would your pitch for a story be? What bizarre trivia would you try to work in? What background character would you give a heart-rending backstory? So you need to pick a character from Empire Strikes Back to give, uh, to say you'd be writing a story about and tell us what it would be. Okay. Sure. Uh, that's, that's easy enough. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you can have things like, 
Well, the problem is I feel like most of the things you'd want to do mm-hmm. have already been done. So like any of the other bounty hunters or Oh, yeah. Like well, the that. bounty hunters are definitely taken. I feel like the easy one for me would be Will Rowe Hood. I don't know if you know who Will Rowe Hood is. Oh, of course I know who Will Rowe Hood is. <laughs> really? Well, please, do tell. Who's Will? Uh, 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 please tell me about the three customary blessings of Old Lean John. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Rowe Hood. He's the, uh, he's the man who <laughs> steals from the rich and gives to the Ewoks. <laughs> it's Willow Hood, a combination of, <laughs> of a peck and Robin Hood. <laughs> No, is, Will, Will is, Ro- Will, is Will Rowe Hood the guy with the ice cream machine? Ding, got it too. Bam! Will Rowe Hood. That's what cream, I assume. Yeah, Will Rowe Hood is ice cream machine guy. Yeah. And I feel like there's a good story about how he's escaping Cloud City with the import, all important Bespin data core or whatever that thing's supposed to be. Hell yeah. Although, if I was writing from a certain point of view, it would just be an ice cream machine again. It would just be him. He, he fell in love years ago with the galaxy's only intelligent ice cream machine. Oh, I thought you were going to say he fell in love with the ice cream from this machine. He was like, this is the best ice cream I've ever had. Ooh, that and as soon as it was getting too, yeah. taken over, he's like, I need to save this machine that makes the best ice cream. <laughs> it's like the Rumpelstiltskin of ice cream machines. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strong and a delicious strawberry. <laughs> and you have to say its name three times to make it stop or whatever. No, I think you just have to guess its name. Yeah, you had to guess its name. Yeah, it's not Beetlejuice. What am I talking <laughs> You know, we can make it disappear. Beetle Stiltskin, that <laughs> lovely combination. <laughs> also, it's from the fifth dimension, and the only way you can banish it back is to get to say Beetle Stiltskin backwards. <laughs> you know what I would do hmm. is I would definitely do one of the Emperor's personal guard, the guys oh, in red. Yeah, those guys are cool. Just one of them that was on the ship with Palpatine while they were flying to the new Death Star mm-hmm. and be like, what does that guy do while he's flying around the Emperor? Like, what's his day like? <laughs> I assume he's just like those British guards that have to stand in front. What do they call those guys? The the beef eaters? Yeah, the beef eaters who have to stand there perfectly still all day, and they're basically a tourist attraction. Yeah, but what are those guys thinking? Like, what's going through their head while they're standing there? Yeah, How I, much are they thinking about, like, God, I can't wait to get home and watch the Great British Bake Off? Every one of them. You go close enough into their head, they're thinking, John, how you doing? <laughs> every last one of them. <laughs> Except for one. There's one, and he's thinking, hey, Jeff, how you doing? <laughs> Shit, that guy. <laughs> so maybe we could just do it on the Emperor, because, I mean, he's in A New Hope a little... I don't remember. Is he even in A New Hope? Do we even see his head, like, once? Uh, yeah. Okay, we get, but, but we get the, like... The giant head of him or The whatever. giant head transmission. That's right. Okay, but the Emperor really doesn't show up in person until Empire, and, you know, you and I both have kind of developed a great appreciation for the, the emperor that we believe in. Yes. You know, more sheave than Palpatine, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you could always do it from the certain point of view of after they have a conversation, does Palpatine and uh, yeah. Vader, yeah. then it just cuts to Palpatine on the other line and you just figure out what he's doing with his day. Literally shitting. Like, he's, he's just tele- on the shitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Shitter's broke. Thought he'd never stop talking. All right, time for some grunts. <laughs> <laughs> Reading one of those big books of bathroom trivia. <laughs> huh. What do you know? 32 teeth. Never would have figured that out. Huh. <laughs> I thought he can shoot his dick up to nine feet. <laughs> wow. But only that far if it's going to land in sand. Fascinating. Hmm. That was great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might do it on, on the Emperor just straight up because I, I would like to see something done from his point of view, especially his goofball point of view. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. It's the Emperor and the Emperor's personal guard and Will Rowe Hood. (laughs) The Emperor's personal guard just being like, why do we even have that lever? (laughs) 
uh, why am I why am I in a red outfit? This makes me so conspicuous. I look like a traffic cone. <laughs> why am I what? What is the point of this? <laughs> what do I do? Anyone who could get to the emperor is going to have to fight the emperor. I am pointless. <laughs> yeah, but you see that Snoke? That's yeah, it's true. The Snoke dudes were rad and, and good fighters. Yeah, they were rad dudes. We don't know about what kind of dudes the emperor's guards were because no. we never got to see him fight. No, we never get to see him get throw down and be all cool in their in their rad helmets and stuff. I know. So who knows? It's it's a mystery that can only be solved through a from a certain point of view uh, book written that by rewrites John. history. Yeah, and <laughs> solves a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Lucasfilm, come to us and we'll write one of those for you. Yeah, no problem. Totally uh, pr- provided. Of course, you got to play ball with us, Lucasfilm. You help us get into Troll Two. <laughs> How you yep. doing? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oops. Everyone was quiet for a second. Oops. <laughs> Oops. All awkward silence. <laughs> so how about the next question, though, John? Yep. All right. This next one comes to us from a freaky mutant man. Good. I love Freaky Mutant Man. And Freaky Mutant Man says, as the first half of the book demonstrates, Han and Leia, at least as portrayed in this book, are not a good fit for each other. So who would be? Which characters do these versions of Han and Leia disturb, de- uh, deserve to end up with instead? Uh, Han really shouldn't be in a relationship, period. In my very clear opinion here, Han needs to do some work on himself before he gets into a relationship with someone else. He's pretty much just in a relationship with the Falcon. He has a lot of baggage. In uh, the Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. And... He he really needs to, I mean, especially given that he's a package deal with the Falcon and the Wookiee, mm-hmm. like, you've got to find someone that's okay with that, that isn't a huge space racist. <laughs> or maybe just lean into it. Like, like it's a, it's a Wookiee who's a huge space racist. <laughs> that's who he gets a relationship with? Yeah, with Mala. Like, they just, they just finally- They become a polycule? Yeah, they become a polycule the way that they've always needed to be in the first place. Just Chewbacca, like, sh- goes up to Lumpy and he's like, this is your new dad now. <laughs> You're going to see a lot more of Uncle Han around. (laughs) And you're going to hear more weird, disturbed grunting coming from the kitchen than usual. And the usual amount is a lot, so. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I was going to say, I think Leia should probably be with a Wookiee. Hmm. Leia should hook up with a Wookiee. That's what I think. You mean Chewbacca or just any Wookiee? No, any Wookiee. Any Wookiee will do. Yeah, I mean, I don't want her to hook up with Chewbacca because then that adds even more weird baggage with Han being there. Everyone should just fuck. It, it's okay, gonna, so what I'm saying is it's gonna make, the entire galaxy is an interconnected polycule. I don't even want them to... I don't want poly relationship nonsense. They should just fuck it out. It's just fucking. Yeah, they should just fuck it out and they'll all feel a whole lot better when they yeah, do. Yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine. it's just fucking. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine. pound it out. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man. So uh yeah, okay. But uh let's see who would I actually want Han to hook up with that's an established character. I mean Oh, Dash Rendar, obviously. Oh, obviously. Yeah, it's Han and Mon Dash, Mothma. <laughs> Mon Mothma and Han Solo together at last. What I what I want Han to hook up with is many Bothans. Oh, that's pretty good too. Like a guy named Manny Bothans. No, just many Bothans. Oh, just a, a wide I want variety of Bothans. Hot group sex of with a bunch many of Bothans. horse dogs. Yeah, all of these weird horse cat dogs. Yeah. That keep changing appearance depending on who's drawing them. Ugh. And then many of them die during the sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> many Bothans died to bring you this. <laughs> this <And> orgasm. <laughs> this this Bothans laying orgasm. <laughs> Most of them were in Y-Wings. <laughs> uh, Y-Wings is, of course, a, uh, a <laughs> sex move. 
Yes, and. <laughs> we, oh, I put them in the Y-Wing. <laughs> oh, really? I got mine in the X-Wing. The S-Foils are out, baby. <laughs> Mine's in the B-Wing, and that B doesn't even stand for what you think it does. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Bostwick? <laughs> yes, it stands for Barry Bostwick. Oh, no, that that's what it doesn't stand for, oh, shoot, because that's right. what it's, I think it stands it for. It just stands for butt. <laughs> On the butt wing. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine. it just stands for butt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Leia, the uh, thing is, I kind of want to just match them with people who are their kind of bad so they can see them in the mirror. So I want Han and Dash, and I want Leia, and uh, no one is Leia's particular brand of awful in Star Wars. Not really. And I mean, if we're going off of movie Leia, mm-hmm. who she should end up with, it's no one that's a main character in the movies, maybe Wedge. Probably, I want to have yeah. Leia and Wedge. Yeah, Biggs Darklighter. He, <laughs> he'll jump on that grenade. <laughs> like, book Leia should, uh, honestly, again, not, not date. Really, yeah. <laughs> Just don't date. You don't want her seeing be re- being rewarded for that kind of behavior. No. No, Book Leia should have just stuck to her guns, dumped Han, married E. Solder, and for and uh, cemented the Union. If she's going to act like a princess all the time, even though she is literally just the daughter of a senator, the well, yeah. adopted daughter of a senator, then she should at least do the job. No, I think that's 100% accurate. If Leia in the books should just end up with a soldier and be like, fuck it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And we then we can... did not marry for love, we married for political convenience. Yeah, and then he picks up Tenennial as a side piece and everyone's happy with it. And no one cares. Yeah, no one cares at all. Leia gets a whole bunch of hapen side pieces and everyone's yeah. like, She sure. hooks up with, uh, with, with Tachu May. Because they're both just sort of mean and demanding. Yeah. Yeah, that's... yeah, they just have angry hate sex. Angry. The only kind of sex that's legal on Hapies, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> they send around an inspector to check the angry level of during your... <laughs> oh, angry levels aren't exactly high here. Mm. Uh, everyone in here is fat and ugly. There we go. Okay. Ooh, okay. That's good. Back to business as you were. <laughs> have fun, kids. Here's one of those flower rattles or whatever. <laughs> flower rattles. Hey, I remembered something from the book. Oh, you did. I want a cookie. Dude, I want a cookie. Let's get cookies. Dude, fuck this podcast. <laughs> we just got to do one more question, and then we can fuck this podcast. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> what strip club has cookies? What strip club? I don't have any money, John. I'm Is not it going- Wendy's? I'm not going to a strip club with you. <laughs> I know you still have a, a reasonable chunk of a 4,000, so. Oh, I got, I got dollars that I could spend. Yeah, so, Believe you me, so, I could go into the champagne room and not have anything happen. If you want to head to a strip club, that's fine, but you're footing the bill. <laughs> You're getting me my first lap dance. It's got to be from you, and it's got to be to uh, Super Rad. rad. (laughs) Just go up to the DJ and slip him a hundred and be like, I need you to play Super Rad. (laughs) You're going to have to bring him the CD. (laughs) Here's the return of the Aquabats. Start at track one. (laughs) Just (laughs) press play. Thank you. I can't remember if that's on Return or Fury. I think it's on on Fury. It's on Fury. Okay, we'll just bring them both. And also versus the Floating Eye of Death. (laughs) You know what? Fuck it. We're just just going to bring the whole discography. (laughs) All the Aquabats, and it's going to be Aquabats Night at the Club. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, ladies. Shake them to cool pool party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, last last question. question. It comes to us from Tinve, or Tinve, or Or Tin-I. It's it's T-I-N-V-E, John. There's no way it's Tin-I. But Tinva wants to say, hi, Jeff and John. I've been listening to your podcast. <laughs> How are you? <ya? laughs> How are you? <ya? laughs> 
Uh, Hi, Jeff and John. I've been listening to your podcast since Sat- Shadows of the Empire. You guys are amazing. Any plans on choosing a book from a different era, such as the prequels or the Old Republic, or even a canon novel? I'm getting kind of tired of Han and Leia. Well, it's uh, interesting that you ask that because I think we are. I think I think that's true. I think we might very well be uh, prepared to announce the next book at this time. Uh, all we have to do before we can do it is do a little drum roll. And the next book is going to be, folks, have you considered stamps.com? <laughs> folks, are you like me? You hate waiting in line at the post office, and instead you'd like to sign up for an unnecessarily arcane and complicated subscription service that's virtually impossible to cancel and charges you like $40 a month to do fuck nothing. Do you wistfully remember the days of Columbia House mm-hmm. and being charged a shitload and not being able to cancel your membership? Try Stamps.com. Stamps.com. We the opposite of endorse them. <laughs> anyway, the book is, what is it, Red Harvest? Red Harvest is going to be the next book. It's kind of a joke because of Blue Harvest yeah. being the code name for the original episode, uh, original movie, but Red Harvest is actually a prequel to another book, which I have already purchased as well because I'm an idiot. Oh, good. Uh, but Red Harvest is set about thirty six or 3,700 years before Han and Leia. Ooh, so there's yeah. very low chance of a character uh, named Han or Leia showing up in the book. There might be a Solo. There might be a Skywalker. We don't know. That would be very unusual if there were, but you never know. It, it could happen. With but, with the expanded universe novels, you never know when they're going to be like, this is 4,000 years ago, and also a Blick Skywhacker. <laughs> Blick Skywhacker. He wants to sell you discount art supplies. Hi, I'm Blick Skywhacker. Come on down to Blick's to pick up some discount art supplies here at Blick Skywhackers. Skywhackers, where you go for discount art supplies. No more trusted name in the business than Skywhacker. <laughs> uh, Smolo? Those guys are bums. <laughs> uh, well, come on down to Smolo's Polos. We've got the finest polos in this galaxy. And some terrible art supplies. Well, yeah, but we don't sell those. It's mostly polos. <laughs> but some art supplies. And retail art supplies. No <laughs> discount. Uh, what the hell happened here? I don't know. Also, Chewbacca's Tapas. <laughs> Chewbacca's Tapas. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the restaurant that separates the two of them. And boy, they get in some wacky scrapes, let me tell you. those guys. I've got the back of the book here for Red Harvest, John. I'm going to read it just so people can get an idea of what's about to happen. And also so you can get an idea of what's about to happen, because I more or less made this decision on my own. I know. I I reached out to you for confirmation, but you were just going, eh, (laughs) You reached out to me for confirmation on the book. I said yes, and then you said, no, I'm doing a different one. (laughs) That is 100% accurate. (laughs) But I did buy the book. I asked you for permission to buy. <laughs> so, hey, I, I did do what I said I would do. And then I later I decided that also we we're going to do a different book. Due diligence. Mostly because when I flipped through the book I bought in the first place, it had Han and Chewbacca in it. Uh, and I was like, no, pass. We're good on them no, for now. No. We need a break. We're on a break. <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> so here's the back of the book. A careful and effective mix of gothic horror, survival thriller, and Star Wars, according to the um, review outlet Big Shiny Robot. Unlike other young Jedi sidelined to the agricultural core, those whose abilities had not proved up to snuff, Hestizo Trace possesses one extraordinary force talent, a gift with plants. I feel like I need a record scratch. Why are you Rob Schneidering this book? I feel like it needed a record scratch right there. Uh... 
Trace possesses the extraordinary for, uh, for blah, blah, blah. But suddenly her quiet existence among greenhouse and garden specimens is violently destroyed by the arrival of an emissary from Darth Scabrous, a Sith Lord with a fanatical dream poised to become nightmarish reality. For the rare black orchid that Hestizo has nurtured and bonded with is the final ingredient in an ancient Sith formula, crucial to the Dark Lord's obsession but with consequences far worse than fatal. Now, spawned by a heretofore unknown virus, the rotting ravenous dead are, ri- are rising, driven by a bloodthirsty hungry hunger for all things living, and commanded by a Sith master who lusts for power and the ultimate prize, immortality, no matter the cost. Huh. So, uh, it's Star Wars zombies. That's weird. So yeah, Star. I, I don't know. There's apparently two Star Wars zombies books. The other one's called Death Troopers. I'm fine with that, honestly. Yeah. So I mean, I I assume high body counts. Probably not a lot of characters we've ever heard of because they're going to kill them. Oh yeah, obviously. But definitely a lot of Darth Scabrous business, which is oh, pretty good. Great. I can't wait for him to lead some Bane knights into battle. Yeah, he, his name <laughs> is not great, is it? No. Scabrous is kind of a sad name. Darth Rodica would have been way better here. <laughs> oh, Darth Rodica coming for that black orchid. Yeah, and his his uh, his Padawan Darth Ash Fiction, <laughs> or I guess just Ash Fic. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I mean Darth Slash sounds like it would be a Darth name, <laughs> but then he'd be like, not what you think, <laughs> Darth Slash, the one that's gay sex pairings, <laughs> gay sex parries, <laughs> gay sex parries. It's gay sex between guys named Perry. Yeah, Perry Mason. Yeah, and Perry Como <laughs> in the in the erotic adventure that they both only ever dared to dream of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Double peritrition. <laughs> Gross. Oh, thank you, John. I love the idea. Uh, I don't want to think about it, though. <laughs> so that's what's coming up. Star Wars zombies. Yeah, we're getting them them's mobos. I know that uh, pop culture has definitely not had enough zombies up to this point. It's true. I, I got to assume. I didn't check specifically, but I can check right now to find out when this thing was written so I can see at what point in the Star Wars history... Uh, we started discussing Star Wars zombies, and it looks like it was uh, 2012. 2012. Man, that's a super jump for us. I feel like the most recent book we've done till now is 96. Eh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, 96 or 97. We have yet to leave the 90s. Huh. Pretty much, it's been 94, 95, and 96 is all we've done so far. Well, good. But here we go, jumping way the shit ahead to 2012. Hmm. So. I don't know. I don't know if we're ready. Maybe we should run back that. to the 90s and hide. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what our podcast generally does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're unsure, we either retreat to the 90s or we see how John's doing. <laughs> Let's check in with Jeff real quick. <laughs> Ooh, I sure hope someone asked me how I'm doing. <laughs> so, Jeff. Yeah. I'm glad we're doing this book. Zombies sounds nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that our listeners will enjoy it. I hope I will enjoy it. I think so. I I did try to pick something that was both kind of, even though we won't actually get an episode of this out in October, as far as I'm aware. Uh, well, we can at least announce the spookiness. We can announce the spooks, and also we can... Uh, we can oh, actually, no, we will. We, we will have one episode? One episode of this, the first episode out. Oh, good. Well, there you go. So this will come out on like the 30th. Yeah, this is going to be our big Halloween spectacular, the first chapters of a Star Wars zombie novel. Yeah, that'll come out... Like the day before Halloween. I'm really worried that people are going to start writing us in and letting us know that these books are actually really fucking good. 
You know, what are we going to do? Every time we read one of these books, someone lets us know that they really liked this when they were a kid. Yeah. And then we start reading it and they're like, oh no. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, oh no. I was a dumb idiot child and I read these. They go all webcomic name on us and they're like, oh no. Yeah, okay. But no, I'm not I'm not that worried about it, but I feel like by 2012, the formula was a little more developed. So I'm really kind of hoping to find some crap gold here. <laughs> And hey, if you want to find some crap gold, why don't you head on down to the System Mastery Patreon and support us at the $2 level to unlock our Expounded Universe bonuses. Ooh, yeah. $2 unlocks every single weekly bonus content we do. That's so true. So much yeah. fucking content. It's only right there on the crap gold, which I think is a Beck album. <laughs> yeah, the crap gold. <laughs> no. Two bucks will unlock all of our bonus content for Expounded Universe and all of our bonus content for System Mastery. Why, at that point, you're only a couple of bucks away from the maximum amount of unlocking you can do at $5 when you get our afterthoughts as well. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. get that monthly afterthought. Now, at the $10 level, you get Titties in a Room, our new <laughs> podcast that we are definitely doing. Are you doing that to float and see if there's actually any interest? Are you trying to go to a monthly Are you stri- trying? Are you are trying, you try- my patience? Are you trying to get our listeners to fund your strip club enjoyment? <laughs> I bet they would. If you if we straight up just created that. I bet they Just would. put that on the Patreon as a tier. <laughs> just set, a tier. Have John go to a strip club and record the experience. <laughs> I don't know if titties at the club is going to fly, but let's it's, find it's out. It's titties in the room. Titties get in the room. Get it right or pay the price. I, I apologize. It's still nascent. It's still developing. You know I'll be there for you when it's off the ground. <laughs> just like them titties <laughs> i like my titties on the ground i, I don't know what you're talking about oh, stick no. it up out of the ground like little <laughs> mountains <laughs> i don't want titty diglets is what i'm trying to tell you right now i want a trio of tit diglets oh <laughs> uh, a trio of tit diglets is what is that be- dig trio <laughs> dig trio D- doug trio i think is doug doug funny yeah. what is that doug funny <laughs> doug funny is one of the worst pokemon <laughs> First of all, all he evolves into is Quail Man. <laughs> hey, and Jack Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Bandit. Yeah, but you need a, a mayonnaise stone to, <laughs> to fuse him that way. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Patreon.com slash System Mastery. Honk, honk. Dot com slash System Mastery. Come on down to honkhonk.com. Come on down to Honk Honks. We've got the best of all deals in town. We've got art supplies. Way better than Blake Skywhacker or whatever the fuck the joke was. Yeah, you got it. I got. Did I get it in one? Yeah, you did. Yes, I'm remembering jokes all of a sudden. Oh my god, you remembered things. Jeff, do you remember how you doing? <laughs> I forget how I'm doing. <laughs> why, God, why have you forsaken my ability to remember how I'm doing? Guys, if you want to find out how Jeff is doing, join us in just a minute when we go to the bonus content. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's weekly once again, patreon.com slash System Mastery. Or you can find us as System Mastery on Gmail, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, all kinds of fun places. Real easy to just Google us up if you're trying to figure out where this came from. So, with all that in mind, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this horrible episode. We'll see you next week for Red Harvest. And until and, that uh, time... How you doing, Elan Sleaze <laughs> I'm Elan Sleaze and John... How you doing? How you doing with testics? (laughs) 